Mike had to be moved. Hello. Shalom. How do, how do, audience? Ah, oh, then copied a bunch of shit. We got, we got set up shit going on right now. You got to get, all right, all right, we're good. Hello. Welcome to the Common Sense Podcast. We are your hosts, Matt and Wes. Well, it took you, it, it took you a second. It took you a second. All right, we it's got. It's usually the other way around. I'm usually the one that does it. So. That's facts. We got we got a, probably a shorter episode today. We're going to try and run through it. Uh, we got some busy shit going on tomorrow, so we don't want to wait to take too long. So we're just going to hop into it. Uh, the first topic we're going to hop into is we called it My, uh, Microsoft equals Captain Save-A-Ho. Uh, so backstory on this. Uh, Netflix is, has been tanking since the beginning of the year. Uh, they're talking about changing prices. We've already mentioned this on the podcast. If you listen to previous episodes, you'll, you'll get more context. But they, uh, they are reaching a partnership with Microsoft to have ads on their platform as soon as the start of 2023. But analysts within the market uh, have looked at it and I looked at the deal that they're proposing and have said that it seems like Netflix is just trying to bring themselves closer to Microsoft in order to uh, have a loophole in the contract that they make. Where Microsoft, if they do well with the acquisition of Activision, they will then be able to buy out Netflix for $100 billion. No other company on the market that was currently looking would have been able to afford the $100 billion buyout at the moment. So that's what's going on with Netflix and Microsoft. But the reason why this segment is Captain Sabaho of the modern economy is because Microsoft just bought out another struggling company that was having sexual assault problems from top to bottom. And uh Yay. go go Activision. Yay. Um and now they're potentially gonna save yet another company that's uh crashing. So look man, I'm just saying Microsoft, okay, you can look at it one way or the other, okay, but Microsoft Microsoft is basically a drug dealer. Okay, he's a he's a drug dealer right in the middle of the hood. Okay, kingpin. He some people might not like him, but you know what? That that neighborhood's not poor no more because they be moving weight, and that's that's what Microsoft does. They're like, oh, we we recognize your your potential, but you kind of been fucking up lately. Yeah, so we'll I mean we'll help you out. Real- they're they're basically the village pimp. You know, it's basically what's going on. Realistically speaking, you're not going to fail in in acquiring Bethesda, who has two of the largest mm-hmm. gaming franchises out there in Fallout and yeah. Elder Scrolls. They're working on Elder Scrolls 6. I think it's 6, right? And God, I mean, Activision has obviously, Duty. obviously Call of Duty, but they also have, like, Overwatch. Well, they have rights to, like, uh, Crash Bandicoot and shit from back A in the day. A bunch of stuff. Like, there's... Activision owns. I'm pretty sure Activision has a hero. Well, I'm pretty. I think they might have Spyro too, like a ton of older games too. And we know Microsoft loves reboots. Yeah, they love them. So, yeah. So, I, realistically speaking, for Netflix, it's looking pretty good if that's their idea that they want to follow. If that's the path they want to go. Look, man. I just think Netflix needs to get way less political and way more. We just bought our money and keeping people subscribed and making good shows. Okay, I I think both of us stopped watching Netflix when they did Cuties, because that was some Cuties. weird shit. And they keep charging higher prices anyway. 
Like it's just I'm just using somebody else's if I if it's something that I absolutely need to watch on Netflix. Bojack Horseman, good example. I'm pretty sure that's Netflix exclusive. You don't even need to watch that. I watch Bojack on, on Netflix. That's the only thing I want to watch on Netflix. Bojack's a brand new series. The last thing I watched on Netflix was Squid Game, and that's because the entire world watched it. I watched it with my parents, and I'm pretty sure we only got Netflix for like a week worth of watch. And it was like we subscribed for one month and then canceled. Like it's a need need to watch basis basically is when we buy shit. And that's a it's just a horrible business model. That's basically all we have to say is that Microsoft is basically just village pimp and they 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 just be slapping hoes. They just be bringing in money for the neighborhood. So we like it. Uh speaking of shows, Netflix, we're gonna hop into we wanted to talk about regular show. And the cult classic that it is. And compare it to a couple cartoons. This arose because I myself half of the amazing common sense podcast Matt can do a pretty solid muscle man impression. Uh who was it that uh it was uh it was Bella sent me a sent me a meme that had Bella. muscle man on it. Muscle man on it. Okay. And uh I sent it to you at like three or four AM. It was like you four AM impression and you couldn't even you couldn't even finish the impression. You started laughing. He he sent me it at four AM and I decided I was gonna make like an impression and say some funny shit. And I I laughed so hard I was crying at like four AM. So uh Bella, I don't know if you watched the podcast, but you did say that you wanted me to do the muscle man impression on the podcast. So I'll do that. Not about right now, because I'm if I do it right now, I I will bust out laughing. So I'll try and do a good one in a second. Let me prepare. So start talking about regular show. Well, for starters, conversation has come up with us in the past as to how much we love the show whenever we just have regular discussions. One day, like I posed the question, what cartoon food would you want to eat for for your entire life if you had to choose one cartoon? And we both said regular show. Because, like, every food that was in regular show was bussing. Like, it, there was the Every Meat Burrito. There was the Death Quando sandwich. You know, there was that 10-foot sub, I think, that Mordecai and Rigby ordered and made mm-hmm. Benson force them to eat or they the, would get fired. The Excellent Challenge. The excellent Challenge. There was the grilled cheese, the cheesers, bro. There was uh, Benson's fucking margarita. Oh, the margarita, the yeah. Mississippi Queen. Yeah. Dude, also, by the, by the way, that show also paid a lot in terms of like for like money uh for music cameos. Yeah. Like actual like being able to use songs. Right, yeah, yeah. Like they paid for the actual music, so that, that made it all the better. Yeah, Mississippi Queen in there, uh, and just like a bunch of different like old songs they were mm-hmm. able to use in the show. So that was pretty dope. It's a cast of characters that you can love just doing crazy stuff. And it just gradually just ascended to out of the world kind of shit. It started so normal. It was so regular. It was just mm. as the sh- show's call. <laughs> regular show. You would look so proud of yourself for that connection in that moment. It was so regular. <laughs> you looked you look like that. Dude, that was top tier. You just like, nope, got it. Boom. No, so we just think it's an amazing show because if you okay, a really good show to, to compare it to which was kind of out about the same time, is Adventure Time. And I know, like, both 
shows have big communities around them. Adventure Time probably a little more, but we think Adventure Time was a little more childish. Not that it was childish, but it, it was more centered toward a young toward a younger audience than regular show. Uh, just by the art style and things, and regular show was obviously a little older audience. And With jokes and stuff. We're not talking much older. We're talking yeah. about Adventure Time was kind of like, what would you say, like 11, 12? And regular show was like... 14, 14. 14 in the high school. Yeah, Even like, adults can watch it too, though. Because like, there's, so there's so many adult jokes in like, that... I mean, there was the wings. That whenever they would eat too many wings, they were drunk. Obviously, yeah. But so I mean, easy like, to tell. Like there are so many things. Both shows have like a like a lot of cartoons have innuendo, innuendo. Um, but like regular show was like just like the pace and the tone of it kind of seemed to like a slightly more mature. Um, and we just watched it more because because we like the characters. Uh, I think I don't know. I don't. I have no idea which character you are, but <laughs> me and another one of our homies, who I'm like life butt buddies with, is uh, his name's Caleb. Shout out to Caleb if you're watching. We are basically Mordecai and Rigby, and we switch because we're both at times utterly retarded, and the other one has to watch the other one because that's basically what the entire show is. It's like Mordecai or Rigby does some shit that's about to destroy the universe and the other one has to save the day. And that's pretty much what myself and my friend Caleb do, just on a less universe destruction scale. Uh, Vince probably skips. Yeah, because he's older. He's he's wise. Vince probably skips. Blake's Blake's probably high-five ghost. I guess. He's cool. He likes music. He always makes a joke that comes out of nowhere and it's hilarious. That's that's why I love Blake. Blake's comedic timing is the best of anyone I know. And it's it's not that he makes the most hilarious joke all the time. It's that when he does make a joke and it's funny, it's the fucking funniest thing you've ever heard in your life. My favorite joke that just a real quick sideways fucking what do you call it? Tangent? Tangent whatever into Blake. And my favorite joke he ever told, it was like 2 a.m. and we're playing video games. And I was asking Caleb uh, a question. It's a really dark joke. What's the difference between a prostitute and a baby? And the joke is, I don't have a dead baby in my basement. It's a really dark joke. It was 2 a.m. I thought it was going to be funny. So I asked him, hey, Caleb, what's the difference between a baby and a prostitute. And before he could answer, Blake goes, oh, uh, one gets paid to have sex. (laughs) All four of us, there were four of us there, uh, Caleb screamed, and I quote, "Uh, Blake, what the fuck? But he obviously screamed it. And then all all four of us cried laughing for like 10 minutes. It's like the funniest thing that's happened... He's hilarious. I love that man. Anyway. Before anybody gets offended by this, it's a fucking metaphorical baby in a joke. It's like... Hey, hey, let's not forget. Some of you guys fight for the right to kill babies, so I don't want to hear nothing. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. Um, so yeah, we just think regular show is awesome. Um, if you compare it to shows that it was on around... 
it's hilarious. I think personally, I think the characters themselves have a level of depth that is like really, really good once you actually get into it. Because like some shows are like super surface level, like SpongeBob. Yeah. I mean, you or some shit like that, which is also a cult classic. The guy who struggles with the ladies Mm -hmm. is like a college age. I think he finished college art school or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he has his main like woman, Margaret, and his main pursuit is pursuit. Basically, it, it didn't work out. Yeah. We never got to see the the happy ending. Mm-hmm. But um, and there's Rigby, who has a good relationship, unlike his friend, mm-hmm. with Eileen, and uh, he goes back to high school to get his high school degree. Mm-hmm. And thus, and he's got. There was an episode where they went to China for that. I remember. Yeah, that. it was it was wild. He's got like a like weird like self defeating relationship with his brother. Oh yeah, um, who's younger than him? Yeah, <laughs> can't remember his brother's name though. Um, what's his uh, name? Wasn't it like rigged or some shit like that? I can't no, remember. I don't. He does. He does. Uh, uh like taxes or yeah. something. Yeah. He's just bigger he was, than him. He, he does taxes and karate. He, he's an accountant, and he does, quote, augets. That's what he does. I remember that from the show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Obviously, Skips. Skips is just that old time, the guy that never dies. That's a... Just not that he never dies. Yeah, that's just well, a crazy... That's just a crazy I thing mean, like, to have, because he's from, he's from, like, the 1800s. Yeah. And he's in modern day. Skips is, like, your, like, older guy, knowledgeable. Like, he's, like... He knows his path in life, and, like, he just wants everyone around him to, like, succeed and do well. Benson is, like, everybody's boss ever. Pretty much. We all know Benson, but the show kind of, you know, hints at that, like, everybody has a life outside of work and things like that. Yeah. And, yeah. like, it's cool. And um, there's obviously Muscle Man. Muscle Man was married. Or Muscle he, Man was, he was getting married. So that's yeah. a different aspect, a yeah. different character altogether. High Five Ghosts has... Uh, like his brother that he's really close with, so they we're gonna see a few episodes with his brother helping him and stuff like that. He's yeah. a good cast of characters, just a lovable cast of characters. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's really any other cartoons we can compare him to. No, nah, not really. I don't know. I mean, look, it's a cult classic he, for our for our age group and the kids that grew up on it. It's a cult classic. Really, it might really just be that we like it. I mean, if you ask other people, they absolutely. Probably don't like it you know, as much. Everybody else that I I've talked to or I have discussions with about regular shows, like, oh yeah, it was such a good show. It's great. So I think it was just widely across the board. It was a good show. That's fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. The only show I could honestly compare it to would probably be Rick and Morty today, because Rick and Morty was purely meant for that that adult demographic. Yeah. But then, like a lot of teenagers and kids love it too. So, and they do a bunch of crazy shit. Just like regular show. Yeah. I still think regular show wins out just because it's like Rick and Morty's funny, but it's more like, like, I don't know. It's just like, it's faster pace at points. And it's like, they fit so much into an episode. I guess regular show, show does the same thing. I just, I just like regular show more. I think it's, I don't know. I just like it more. That's a fair opinion to have. It might just be because I can do the muscle man. It might be, honestly. <laughs> it's fantastic, honestly. The voice is just... Mwah. Well, 
Um, I guess it's time to transition, right? Yeah. Since we're talking about childhood shows and memories, might as well talk about WWE, I guess. Oh, uh, oh yeah, sure. You can jump down to that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, WWE made the transition away from TV 14 programming back in, I think, 2008. And now they're, uh, one of their two main brand shows, Raw, is going to move back to TV 14. Right. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, which just sounds like a porn title. Truth? <laughs> it sounds like front page of Pornhub right there. Matter of fact, I'm not, no, I'm kidding. All right, let's let's move on. Um, you know, so it moved back to TV fourteen. It will be. I don't. I think it's like they don't have a set date, but they're yeah. Going to move back. Um, so, in my personal opinion, I haven't watched WWE shit literally at all, unless I've seen like a random clip on social media, which is rare. I haven't watched the shit since I was like I don't even remember how old. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. But while I'm looking it up, the last time I watched was WrestleMania when Shawn Michaels. Uh, had the match against Undertaker for the last time in uh, WrestleMania. Uh, let me look it up real quick. I can fill the gap while you're doing that. So essentially, what happened with that story was Shawn Michaels had, I think, two matches with Undertaker. He lost both, and he did an I Quit match with the, it was a career versus the streak match, and so he lost and he had to retire. And then 2010. It was a four-year thing. They did big storytelling back then, too. So Triple H then came in and had two matches with The Undertaker, just as, like, trying to get revenge for his friend, uh, two WrestleManias, and uh, just adding a lot to the allure of the streak, which got broken eventually, which was ass-riding, in my opinion, but... Yeah, so they used to do big storytelling. Like, the biggest storyline they have now, I don't even really watch the episodes or anything like that, I'll just see highlights on like YouTube, Instagram, where whatever. I'll see like the segments um, specifically related to Brock Lesnar because I mean Brock Lesnar has a character now without yeah. Paul Heyman as his manager. That's pretty funny. He's Cowboy Brock now, so he just has yeah. a cowboy hat and he wears like a, a fucking plaid with cut off like shoulder. Please tell me he tries to do an accent. Uh, kinda. I guess he was in Texas for like the last the last thing yeah, I saw. Dude. They were in Texas. And so he said, like, a saying from Texas or something like that. Nah, I really want to hear... It hit, no, it hits. It definitely hits them. No, but, one. like, I, I really want to hear Brock Lesnar go, like, full cowboy. It, just like, it definitely works for him, too, because, I mean, he, he has a ranch. He yeah. raises cattle. He slaughters animals. He's, a, he, he's been on the Bearded Butchers on YouTube before. He likes Bud Light. Uh, <laughs> but, like, that's the best thing they have going on right now. They have their guy, like, Roman Reigns, who's, like, the champ of both promotions and... It's got all the titles, yeah. and and that's been going on for like this two done years now. That should, that, that should never it's been be going done. on for like two years now. Um, his whole reign has been going on for like two years now. But that's like the best story that they have. Period. They had I, the only other thing that I can say in the past two years that they've had that was cool was like Edge made a return because he was able, he was cleared yeah. to actually do shit again, which is super cool. I'll be honest, you're talking way too much about now. Oh no! WWE. I'm even backstage from what I've seen, dude. I, like I'll, I'll see clips and stuff. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm bored. I'll just watch whatever. It's kind of like hey, you should watch whatever on YouTube. This is like, mm, I'd have been, I'd have been fully okay with just saying it sucks now. Is it? I mean, it, it does, does. comparatively it really does. to what we watch as kids. Oh, keep in mind, 
even though it's TV 14, I will most likely not watch any of it anyway. Uh, I stopped watching in like 2010, and they're like, there was some good stuff after that. But like we were saying earlier, like up until like 2008, obviously we were younger. Like the video games were good, the show was good. Yeah. Like the divas were actually female; they weren't just like like basically the dudes. Yeah. Like the um, it's it's not the UFC. The game it's fake wrestling. You to, you can have like feminine shit. I'm trying to remember what game it was, what year it was, like 2008 or 2009. I think SmackDown versus Raw, which they no longer make. Um. It had such a cool, like, my career story because it was mm-hmm. like you'd start in like the lowest brand, you'd win their championship, then you go to the other shows and win all the titles at once, and you face like Triple H at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That was around the time where Triple H was like the guy and was like yeah. ruining everybody's yeah, pushes. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was good. Uh, I think going to TV fourteen is good for them. It opens the door to have a more mature audience. The the I'm I'm sorry to say this to anyone who still watches WWE. But if you're, like, over a certain age, like, basically, if you're out of high school and you still watch WWE, I question you. Because it's it's just weird to me. Like, I understand it's kind of entertaining, but especially nowadays. Like, earlier in, like, their, like earlier 2000s, it's funny. Like, they could curse, and there was some good storylines, and, like, there was kind of some romance, and they, there was funny shit, and, like, there was good and evil, and, like, it was kind of back and forth. Like, it was, like... As risque as you could get for TV without being, like, there. And yeah. it, it was it was basically the fighting sport before UFC got popular. Yeah. Like, then it went to not TV 14, and it's basically just, like, superheroes fighting in costume now. Like, what, what it's weird. Of, while we're on the topic of this, this is relevant. Um, the Rock's daughter... Is like in their performance center now, and so she's gonna start doing what her dad did for so many years. Yeah, which is cool. Well, here's the thing, though: they changed her name. She doesn't even get to be under Johnson. Like you would think that that would be like such a good pool, right? Like you you would mm-hmm. you would keep her family name that she's like is so widely known around the world for movies and shit like that. That would be such a draw, you would think. But they decided to change her name for some reason. She could have had the nickname the Pebble. Or something like that. I was thinking like the boulder. The boulder, the pebbles. I don't know. She's like the mini rock. Or, or like stone or something. Stone would be cool. Yeah, but like, they're changing maybe not because of like stone cold. Completely but... unrelated. Like, it's just like, what? That makes no sense as a, as a business. That's a another company, thing. The man, writing like... is so bad now. They fired Jim Johnson, who used to make the theme songs. Back in the day, it was like the theme songs were like, it felt like the people that were using the theme songs were the ones singing it and shit, I think. And that was part of the allure to like the theme song for the wrestler. It was the theme songs were so good; they fit their character well, but they they just yeah. suck. So I, I don't know. The biggest thing is like I don't really have shit to say about it because I said like I don't really watch shit. Everything I remember is from like early childhood shit. But the storylines were like not even necessarily believable because none of it's believable. But like they were like fun, they were interesting, they were different. And now it's just like you have one dude. That you were saying, like, just has beaten everyone and just owns all yeah, the belts. Pretty much. That's horrific storytelling. Yeah. That's that's like some Marvel Thanos shit. But like, no one's nearly as in like in, in, invested into WWE as they are Marvel. Like, it's it's weird storytelling. I don't know. Like, I'm just. I think it's gonna be cool. I think there's gonna be cool clips, but 
at the same time, you can't say any of the shit that you could have said back in the day. I just had an epiphany, and this is exactly what the fucking title of the episode is going to be. Raw and regular. <laughs> hey, it's like, oh, raw and regular, baby. You know who else likes it raw and regular? There it is. My mom. <laughs> Is the impression. I was waiting. I was waiting for a joke that I could pull that out with, and it, it wasn't, it was never there. But. Um, so I guess since we're talking about entertainment, before we get into LeBron James being a dumbass and saying dumbass things, as well as other sports contract stuff, we can go ahead and, you want to talk about Doctor Strange and Thor real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, we're definitely not going to talk about it as long as we did before the podcast, because that was like 30 minutes. Of just well, talking about okay, it. so I've heard opinions that are bad about and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse. I thought it was a good movie, and it opens the door to them making another Thanos esque like series of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, he gets taken into like another dimension by this chick at the end of the movie. Sorry for spoilers if you haven't watched it yet. You're far behind. It's uh, two months old at yeah. this point. But um, like, yes, Wanda's character and her power scaling in the movie were questionable. Couldn't she have just made two new kids? Yes. She absolutely could have. Well, but to me, her her power scaling was accurate. Oh no, it was accurate. But I'm in terms of her like, being strong, I'm, her her actual motives and the way they wrote her character was dumb. But no, I'm saying the power scaling, as in people wanted to see the uh, the Illuminati do better against her. Like they wanted a better fight. Just like no, she's OP. She's supposed to be the only one that, like I said to you, that was mm-hmm. questionable to me was Miss Captain Marvel being. Captain Marvel is supposed to be on par with yeah. Scarlet Witch, like in the comic books, in terms of power scaling. Captain Marvel is like pretty universal, like in yeah. terms of power scaling. Well, and they nerfed the shit out of her. But that's also not six one six's Captain Marvel. That's like another universe's Captain Marvel. When you look back at the movie, I don't know if they necessarily nerfed her because, like, she, she had like almost beaten her, but then she got hit by a freaking statue. Yeah, which was like weird. such a weird. Like way to... it was like situational shit because like she like actually had Wanda down, and it looked like she, she was gonna beat her. Obviously, she doesn't for the because it's about Doctor Strange. Yeah, for the sense of the movie's the movie, and like Wanda was obviously like super strong. She she was also stronger than she would normally be because she had the fucking the demon demon holes. No, no, uh, I don't dark remember. Hold, dark hold, I, I was about to say Necronomicon, but that's like a different <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, um, dark hold. I think is what they called it in the movie. The whole point of what we're saying here is like people have a like a stuck up sense of like what is and isn't a good movie. Like it's like. You know people like this, like I know people like this. It seems like there's people that think they're, like, media critics. That, like, they just have this overwhelming knowledge of what's good and bad. And they can just label it good and bad. Like, I have a homie, Ben. I love you, Ben. But we'll be talking about Marvel movies. And then, like, the last, like, eight Marvel movies I've had a conversation with you about, you've said they've all been bad. And the I'm one, just like, The one bro. that really got me was whenever he you told me his opinion on the Black Widow backstory movie. Like, her, her like, origin movie. Because yeah. we both thought it was really, really good. And I think that, that was actually the, po- the first movie post-pandemic yeah. that was released yeah. in the Marvel Universe, post-Thanos that was released in yeah. the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. It wasn't meant to be connected to it at all. It was just going back and like showing yeah. everybody like this is what cool. created Wanda uh, created like Black Widow in the first place. It, it was, was cool. It was a, it was a slower pace like backstory movie. She's not an Avenger yet. 
Like, she obviously has to go through the backstory and deal with shit in her past and shit. Like, it made sense. I, I love you, Ben. But I just think you judge movies a little too harshly. That's that's all I'm saying. I just think there's people like that. And it might just be Marvel for him. I haven't really had conversations about other movies with him. But, like, there's just some people who do it with every movie. Like, one of my favorite franchises ever is Transformers. I, I loved that shit when I was a kid. Like, that was my favorite movie franchise when I was a kid. I was all about Transformers. Because, I like, me and a cousin that I have, like, loved that shit. And, uh, yeah, we get it. Uh, it's giant robots and explosions and the stories, like, aren't the most riveting shit ever. But, like, at its core, it's giant robots from space that fight each other and they explode. That's some awesome shit. Whose leader gives the best pump-up speeches ever, by the way. It's basically, like, robot UFC with guns. Like, if, why the fuck would you not? Optimus Prime was a JV coach, he could make a JV team think they can go beat the fucking 95, 96 Bulls. No. If Optimus Prime was a JV coach, they would be the 95, 96 Bulls. <laughs> because that's what happened in every movie. Um, I don't know. We just think s- some people... And this is just media in general. It's the same with video games and like Netflix shows and TV shows and comedy and any media outlet, any entertainment outlet. There's just a mass of people that think that they have like some sort of all-knowing godlike knowledge on what's good and bad in 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 terms of media, like podcasting and shit to every every outlet of media possible where there's somebody doing something to entertain. People always just judge it in this weird harsh light like you can judge shit but some people are just like off the bat way too difficult like like in the new Thor movie. Now, we'll actually say spoiler warning for Thor because it didn't come out that long ago. So, spoiler warning for Thor. Uh, there's a part in the movie where Timekeeper, little homie son. Uh, uh, well, let's get his actual name. Uh, Heimdall, who kept like the Allfrost or Bifrost, yeah. whatever it's called. His son, Timekeeper, little homie. That's his name. I don't know his name, but that's his name from me. Timekeeper, little homie. Thor has a, like, meeting with him, and obviously he's not there in person, so Timekeeper Little Homie pops up in, like, a little kind of faded, pixelated window in the in the movie, and it's, it's not good CGI. Maybe they did it on purpose, maybe they didn't, maybe whoever worked on that CGI scene was just really trash. Who knows? But there's people that I've seen saying that that reflects the entire movie and the shitty CGI, and that because it's got bad CGI at parts, the whole movie's just scrapped. And that's ridiculous, because... I mean, like, what's the point of making a movie, then? Like, this, the story's good, the, Thor has a whole hilarious. daughter now. The past, three, the past three Thor movies have been funny. Hilarious. Yeah. The bet, they have been... On par with Guardians of the Galaxy, the funniest films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think you need the Guardians of the Galaxy, and you need Thor. I'm glad that Thor is a comedic character now. I'm glad they have guys like Korg, because you need that in the movie series. The reason that early Marvel is so uh, is because it was just flat serious. It tried to take itself so, so serious that it was basically trying to be Batman. And you can't be Batman, because Batman takes itself serious well, because it's dark and he's like a whole like whole detective and they also have Harley Quinn and Joker who are funny. While we're like, at it though, 
Batman doesn't even do Batman right. DC doesn't even do Batman right. That's why he's been rebooted so many times. So why are you trying to be like Batman? That's another thing. There's a lot of people who who say like, oh, this this person did Batman better than this person. I'm like, dude, I like all the Batman movies legitimately. Like, well, dude, this guy, this last guy did such a good job. Fantastic. Did a great Robert job. Pattinson was fantastic. Because young Batman was just so broody and still depressed after his parents died. Yeah. Finding out shit. It was very comic book accurate, too. So I'm hoping that DC flips it around. They're able to build off of that and make like an actual good DC you. I think Christian Bale's Batman was awesome. I think Christian Bale was the best mix. Ben Affleck had the best body for it. He looked the yeah. part, like, really buff, built. But his acting was kind of, uh, there was the whole line with Superman where it was like, where's Martha? That yeah. everybody liked to make fun of. But Christian Bale's was a good mix of, yeah. like, good acting, which he does good in pretty much every part that he plays. Yeah. To me, Christian Bale's Batman the suit was by far the best Batman suit that we've had. Like, I like the Batman suit that we had with Robert Pattinson. Like, it seems like a little more yeah. realistic. Like, it's like, you can tell it's like personally made armor, yeah. but I mean, he's a billionaire. For the time being, though, because like, as they make more movies, we might actually get to see the detective yeah. Kyle, like in the games, where he has like yeah. a little supercomputer in his helmet that shows him clues. Hopefully. Uh, Lucius Fox will be making him technology and shit like yeah. that that's going to be really cool. If they handle it right. I don't know. But getting back to Thor, though, like people, I feel like, complain about it too much because also it introduced yet another huge character from the comics mm-hmm. uh, in, and from mythology, actual mythology, Hercules. Hercules. It, it introduced Hercules. It introduced Zeus. We might even see in the future, some in some way, somehow, we might see um, Norse mythology versus Greek mythology on the big screen in the form of the Marvel Universe. So I think people are overlooking that as well. Once again, like with the same point that we made with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it, they're building up to something else that's going to be Thanos-esque yet again. It's just you have to wait and be patient for it. You can't. We're living in a post-Thanos era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Put all that shit behind and just look at what they're doing now. You can obviously see that they're going to start connecting the dots again to something bigger. They're having to introduce new characters that are on like multiversal kind of scale, like uh, America Chavez. She's basically a, a god or a demigod, her power, because mm-hmm. she can go between any universe she wants to go between. Yeah. It's just we're trying, we're, instead of having just your regular everyday superheroes now, I think that they're having to upscale the power scaling to a point where it's going to be like all these multiversal beings, Thor's like multiversal uh, and power scale, because he's a god. Um, Doctor Strange, you know. Yeah. They're having to upscale the power level, and they and also might add they're doing a good job tying off previous bonds to old characters. Cap got to go back to his home time timeline. Tony got timeline. Timeline. Uh, you idiot! How could you say a word wrong? Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking. Tony got his his character went full circle from him being a selfish billionaire yeah. to him being unselfish and saving the world at the sacrifice of his own body. In this movie, we see Jane. Jane becomes. I'm sad, by the way. I feel like I feel like they could have saved Jane. Yeah, they definitely could have. But I think I'm also happy that I said this that Valkyrie didn't die because she came close. But that's facts. Valkyrie didn't yeah. die because she has more character to build upon. Still, I just I just want to see the homie Thor happy. Because I feel like Thor is like the most relatable superhero in the yeah. entire fucking series. Because, like, 
he didn't do anything to earn his powers. Like he didn't make a suit or anything. Like he was born into it, and he he's angsty, and he's got a lot of fucking family issues. Yeah. He's like the most relatable and character. Another thing too with the whole introduction of Hercules is Hercules has fought the Hulk plenty of times in the comics, so we might get to see. I, I you had you don't like Mark Ruffalo that much. I just like the character of the Hulk in general. Mark Ruffalo is a bitch. We can proceed. I, I think I just like the character, and it just so happens yeah. that he plays the character, so we just have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. But the Hulk fights Hercules a lot in the fucking in the comics. Mm-hmm. So maybe we get to see a revival of the Hulk here, because last time we saw Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, it's like, Hulk puny, I got my ass beat by Thanos, I don't yeah. want to be Hulk anymore. It's very reflective of Mark Ruffalo in real life. He kind of went... Hulk is now a bitch. He kinda, we can proceed. He kind of went away, like, he didn't want to be a be a fighter anymore kind of like yeah. after thanos he did, he kind of went into the sunset yeah and kind of became his own thing i don't remember exactly how it went but the hawk might have even been separated from ruffalo's body now it be but i think it'd be cool to see him come back and like meet hercules and they have fights too because like no I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure what happened was when uh because I don't remember specifically what happened, but like he got caught in between Hulk and just regular Bruce Banner in that like mini Hulk mode where like he wore the glasses and like you could tell, still tell that it was Mark Ruffalo. I think he's just stuck there now because when he snapped, he was in that mode. I think he might be stuck there now. He's basically just hippie Hulk now. Like he's Hulk, but he's got feelings. Yeah. He's just not cool anymore. Another thing, too, that he's bitch made. Another thing too that we haven't mentioned, we mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy Four is going to be coming, so that's the next big thing to look forward to. I think there's another Ant Man movie coming too, which once again, Ant Man is like a quantum kind of character. He's in multi multiple verses. There's so much that we can still see happen. Um, I don't know, man. The whole point of of this like segment is is just stop, stop, stop it. Just stop. Stop being overly critical. Just enjoy stuff. Just just sit back and enjoy shit. And if you don't enjoy it, it's okay. But you don't have to like overly analyze shit. That's another thing, man. I think- Y'all just need to enjoy life, man. This is some other shit. I'm gonna just bring this up because what? I've been playing a lot of like Warzone and shit lately. Just real quick, slide this in. It goes the same shit with people thinking that they're like over analytical gods and they know good shit. Okay. People take everything way too damn seriously nowadays. They take politics too seriously, and they, like, inject it into their lives. They take, like, video games and entertainment and shit too seriously. They take sports too seriously. Oh, don't make fun of my favorite player. You're attacking me personally. Shut up. I hate you. That one argument that I had with those Odell fans after the Super Bowl where I said that he wasn't that necessary to the Rams team for them to win a Super Bowl. He literally wasn't. He got hurt in the beginning of the Super Bowl, and they still won. Just... Stop it. Stop injecting your feelings into so many things. I can't even play video games anymore and just have a a fun, chill time with homies. I gotta try my ass off and sweat to be able to win because everyone else is trying to do that. I can't... You cannot get into a regular lobby on Call of Duty and pull out the dumbest weapon possible and have a fun time because you're going to get shit on because everybody knows the best weapon setup and all kinds of shit. And it's the same way on every game. You cannot go into Apex and use a bow unless you're like God tier with the bow and you have to try to actually be good to use it. You can't play 2K with like the 
2012-2013 Thunder and use Kendrick Perkins to score all your buckets because he sucks and everybody else is going to be using the Warriors and going crazy. Like, you can't play a video game nowadays and just have a fun, chill time and not worry about winning because it's all about winning nowadays. It pisses me off. The game Fall, Fall Guys, there's clips of people that win Fall Guys games in like 20 seconds and they run a perfect route on the map. Bro, it's literally a game designed for children. It's like the most simple game. It's the most simple Battle Royale ever. Unless you're talking about Battle Royale Tetris. It's the most simple Battle Royale ever. And there's still people that are sweating their ass off. I'm also only saying this to say, calm down. And if you're one of those people that tries that hard, I dislike you. We can move on. <laughs> Um, yeah, to wrap up the whole Thor discussion, though, too. I, I, th- I thought we did. No, we, we, I just had one more thing I wanted to say. Um, since we're going in between multiple dimensions or multi, multiple universes now, we could also see another iteration of Civil War where we actually have more characters now than we had in the last one. Because, I mean, you got to remember, in the comic books, that was like one of their biggest series was the Civil War ones. Because mm-hmm. they had like everybody in the comics was in it. So that would maybe mean a new Wolverine. We get to see, you know, we get to see new renditions of characters that we love too. They'd come back that we thought were done, but they're back. Yeah, kind of deal. So I just wanted to mention that real quick. Maybe they'll open the door to doing that at some point in time, but on a bigger scale. All right. So in my little rant about people taking shit too seriously and sucking the joy out of my life, um. I brought up making fun of people's favorite players, and uh, you guys have watched the podcast before, and if you know me personally, you know I hate, and I, I don't say hate lightly, I genuinely hate LeBron James. And it's not personally. Like, I don't have a hatred for LeBron James personally. I don't have a hatred for him as a player. I just have a hatred for the idea of LeBron James, just in general, just how much he gets brought up in the media and everything. Just how much, if you talk about LeBron James in anything but a just full-blown sexual manner, people get angry. Like, you can't even say that he might not be number one because people act like you're crucifying them. It's wild to me. Uh, His Highness himself, King James, uh, brought it upon himself to talk about the Brittany Griner situation. Uh, For anyone that doesn't know, uh, I don't know how you don't know, but Brittany Griner is a WNBA player. We talked about the WNBA last week uh, on the podcast. Check that out if you haven't already. Big plug. Uh, Brittany Griner is a center in the WNBA. She's one of their premier players. She went to Russia. I don't know if it was for a game or, or for... It's definitely not vacation because it's Russia. Uh, she was there for some reason, and she had hashish oil, which is illegal, in Russia. So she's in Russian prison, and they want to, like, imprison her for however many years for having it because it's it's an illegal substance. They're basically just doing it for political clout because, you know, the things in Ukraine and everything that's going on. So um, she's in Russian prison, and there's, like, they're trying to convict her, and the U.S. hopefully is trying to work on getting her back because even though I don't watch the, watch the WNBA, she's still an American citizen. And it's kind of bullshit that Russia's just straight holding her and not shipping her back. Um, So hopefully she gets back over here. Uh, His Highness decided to bring it upon himself, LeBron James, oh, ever wise one, 
uh, said on some outlet, some media outlet, uh, I, I guess he was doing an interview or maybe he just said it on Instagram or some shit. I don't know. Who knows where he said it? Uh, he said that if he was Brittany Griner, he would seriously consider returning to the United States. Now, not returning. Not returning. It was not returning. That he would stay. That she, he would want to stay in Russia. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That he said, he would want I to stay in Russia if he was in he her would, shoes. Well, what I said was correct, but harder to understand. Pretty much because, like, yeah, you, yeah, whatever. You get it. Basically, he was saying he, if he was in her shoes, he might not return to the United States, which is incredibly stupid to say to someone who is currently in a fucking gulag. Like, that's, that's, that's utterly retarded from him. And I, this is coming from someone who does not expect great things from LeBron James. That is a new low. So, if I might take over here. And I'll, I'll transition. You can beam off the points. The three main things that we have to say about this is, and we agreed on these. One, she's at a bigger minority than she is in the U.S., so that's inconsiderate to say for this, for starters. She she's because, a she's a black person. I don't I don't want to use gendered terms, even though I said she she is I think uh, a lesbian. So I mean we know that, but we don't know what her pronouns are. <laughs> nothing like that we're not gonna get into that big of specifics but she is she is at a bigger disadvantage in russia because it's a primary pri- predominantly white population yeah no so by far. first off you're saying that you want her to stay in a country where she's at a bigger um racial uh disparity disparity second off even if she gets released out of prison in russia it's not guaranteed that she would have a job over there if she would stay um and just, look i don't th- i don't think he was saying stay in russia because if he was i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt here and assume that he's not completely brain dead um i don't think he would want her to stay in russia is what he's saying i think he meant move to europe or australia or somewhere else where there's basketball leagues where she could partake in uh but even then but the bottom line is he's trying to paint the picture as that the u.s is so bad at this moment in time that people shouldn't want to be here Woe is me. I'm a I'm a billionaire that was built by the US. I'm one of the only athletes in the world who's a billionaire. One of like two or three people who have managed to do it. Maybe the only billionaire athlete I think Tiger Woods might be. So like one of two billionaire athletes in you in, in the US currently. I think Ronaldo might be one. Ronaldo's yeah, Ronaldo's got a lot of money. But that's soccer and soccer sucks. Um <laughs> So, um, as for you, bossy, uh, so somehow he thinks that the U.S. is so shitty that, um, he is free and can say shitty things about it and can play a sport and make more money than probably 10% of the United States combined just by dribbling a ball. Uh, I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty oppressed. It's just real inconsiderate. He sounds he sounds like he has a horrible life. The and this brings us into the third point. The third point is that so he's trying to make make light of the U.S. being such a shit in such a shitty state right now, um, and that we get in statistically we've gotten in, involved in wars that we shouldn't have gotten involved in, and that 
we've been racially unjust, and we have all these problems. While trying to do so, he's also saying that she should stay in or near a country that just started a war for no reason. That's another point that makes no sense in that whole thing that he said. None of it makes sense. It's just inconsiderate for him to say. None of it makes sense at all. If I might add, there's a song that's like an under-the-radar song. It's called FTC. can't remember who made the song, but it's essentially the FTC stands for Fuck the Celebrities. And the whole rap the guy goes in on just, why should we listen to your opinions? Your What affects you doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, that's that's basically what we're trying to say. I would, he, I was, I'm fine with him having an opinion, but if you're going to have an opinion yeah. that's controversial like that, you I, need to do a better job expressing it. That's That was not the way to say it or do it. I want him to have an opinion. It's just that that opinion sucks. And you can talk about that opinion, but I want even... What I want is not for him to not be able to express it or anything like that. No matter how dumb your opinion is, you need to be able to express it. That's America. What I want so badly is when someone says something stupid that we would actually call it out as being stupid and not just let it be. Like that statement in itself that he made is utterly stupid. And I don't care if he's a billionaire godlike figure to some people who are who is an inspiration to a generation i don't care you said something inherently just ungodly unbelievably stupid you said something on the level of i think your iq is shrinking every day that's the level that i think you're on from what you just said we need to be able to call it out the media needs to be able to sit down and say hey lebron Maybe, I don't know, don't open your mouth. And that should be accepted. But no, we have to just accept what he said and praise it and say, you're so, you're so brave for saying that the U.S. sucks. No, you're not. Because we're like one of the only countries where you can say that we suck and really, really get away with it. And I mean, it's the same exact thing with who we went in on in the first segment of last episode, Andrew Tate. Same exact thing. That, that, he says that, inherently no, stupid no, things. No, don't start me on Andrew Tate right now. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. No. No. I'm cutting it off. We don't like Andrew Tate. If you want to hear about it, go to last episode. If you want to hear more in depth, we'll do another episode. Let us know on social Might media. Might include sound bites in that one. Let us know on social media if you want us to do a podcast about Andrew Tate. A bigger segment on on Andrew Tate. I just don't want to get started right now because that that's a long segment and I don't we're almost done. I don't want to extend it another half hour. So anyway, but yes, Andrew Tate's retarded. Um, speaking on athletes and their absurd amount of money, absurd, absurd contracts. As we said, LeBron's worth a billion dollars. She is. Juan Soto from the MLB turned down a, what, 15-year, 15, 15 $500 million contract? Uh, uh, Juan Soto turned down a 15-year, $440 million contract. And the team that he plays for is looking to trade him. I don't remember who he plays for, but the anyway. The Nationals, I think. The Nationals. 15 years, $440 million. And basically, we... We just wanted to uh, just speak about it real quick. Just give some thoughts. We don't really have an argument or anything against it or for it. It's just insane. Um, One 
side of the coin is that's 15 years and 440 million dollars years commitment nonetheless but my thing is dude that's 15 years i know it's a 15-year contract you have to live in washington state to be that's cool that's not even guaranteed you can get traded that's 440 million fucking dollars that is so much money Somebody else said uh, about Bradley Beal, who's an NBA player. He was offered a five-year, I think, $250 million contract, which is more money per year than Juan Soto was offered. Um, They said that they wouldn't take that money. They would instead decline, go take less money somewhere else, which would still be upwards of $100 million, which is still crazy, to go and play for a championship. And my thing is... Whoever said that is dumb. <laughs> um, I If I uh, was a professional athlete and I was a top-level professional athlete that demanded that much money, uh, I could not win a single champion. I could not win a game in my career and be perfectly fine as long as I made an absolute shit ton of money. Because you can't tell me anything, right? Like, if James Harden finishes his career and does not win a championship, if I was him and someone tried to come tell me, oh, you suck because you never won a championship, uh, I, I might cry on my way to my eight banks that hold my, my hundreds of millions of fucking dollars. It's stupid. Is what I'm saying. I think anyone in their right mind would rather have Damian Lillard or James Harden's career than Bill Russell. Bill Russell has 11 rings. And he maybe didn't even make a million dollars total in his career because of the era that he played in and the amount of money that they got. Meanwhile, Damian Lillard and James Harden have pro I wouldn't even say probably, have definitely both made over $300 million in their career so far. And they might be underestimating it by quite a bit. Yet they haven't won a ring. And they're not seen as that successful. And they're seen as chokers. That's fine. I'm choking on dollar bills. And you're sitting at home. I just think that people underestimate how much money is really on the table for these athletes. And why, to me, Juan Soto turning down that contract is huge. Uh, I I think he, he really... So- Wants to win. In career earnings, Damian Lillard, as of 2022, is going to be just shy of $200 million total. Wow, that's actually way less than I thought it would be. Yeah, just shy. But entering into his next contract, and by the end of this next contract, which is a five-year deal, he will be worth halfway towards $500 million in his entire career. There's going to be... Four hundred fifty million. Maybe that's what I was thinking about. Was his contract combined too? Yeah. So in this next contract that's starting, yeah, he's going to be worth four hundred and fifty million dollars total throughout his entire career. Insane. I mean, if you really want to know about Bradley Beal, oh, he, he he's getting two hundred fifty million dollars. He well, he'll he'll probably be worth like three eighty or. Which one? Oops, I was that on? 
it doesn't even really matter that much. I actually know what they're really, really worth. I'm just saying, it is so much money. I mean, as of right now, Bradley Beal has made $177 million in his career. Plus 250 So that's going to be $328 million over his career. That's so much money. I could never win a single game that I played in an 82-game NBA season or a 162-game MLB season. You could could be the... In the NFL and be the Lions every oh, year. Or the Browns every year. I I could be a bench warmer. You wouldn't even have to pay me that much money. I could literally not play a game in the NBA and my team could go 0 and eighty two and you could just pay me one one minimum contract of one point six two million dollars and I would be probably the happiest man on the earth. It's so much money. Uh I'm the whole point of bringing this up is just it's the same thing like we said earlier. People just have opinions that are so dumb. I just think some people need, need to just shut up. You don't need to express your opinion. Some people you can. I just would rather you not. Is if really what you, I'm if saying. You do it. Just make sure you word it well. Be eloquent with your words. No, because my thing is, uh, even if you eloquently say what LeBron said, or even if you eloquently say that you would rather win a championship and make $10 million than not win a championship and make 50 uh, even if you eloquently say that, you're just stupid. I mean, you're just inherently an idiot. Well, no, I was speaking more specifically, though, for like topics such as the one that LeBron decided to chime in on. Even that if he, he that that if, even if it's his opinion that it, Russia is Russia would be better than the U.S., which is just questionable, inherently questionable. No, it's not questionable. Word it, word it's it false. Better. It's word false. It better. It's not even questionable. It's false. You could say, yeah, the U.S. isn't really in a good spot right now. Sometimes I don't even Some, know if I want to be here. Compared to, see, my thing is compared to who. That's another discussion too. Like, compared to who are we not up to par? I don't know. That's another discussion we're not going to get into. Let us know. Like I said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, Let us know if you want a a segment about Andrew Tate, if you want a segment about the U.S. and comparing it to other countries and why we are the best, and I don't care if you don't think we are. You're just false. You're just spreading false information. You misinformation-spreading bastard you. Um... Just let us know. Go on our social medias. You can find us on Twitter at Common Sense Pod. Go ahead and follow, reply, uh, tweet at us some ideas. Uh, if you want an invite to the Discord server, I think uh, quite a few are quite a few of you are in here. Go to the uh, recommend things section in the Discord. Let us know uh, topics you might want to hear there. Go to our Instagram, which I think is Common Sense Pod Biz or something like that. Common Sense Pod dot Biz because Common Sense Pod was already taken. Uh, go there. Uh, make sure you follow us on uh, Spotify. Follow the podcast. Get notifications. However, I don't know how Spotify or works. Apple Music it. too. Apple Music too. Apple go podcast. follow there. Apple Podcast. Facts. It's a separate thing. I just yeah. Go follow us there. Make sure you're following us. Stay updated. Uh, and uh, appreciate you for listening. This is a good podcast. Uh, give us feedback. Let us know. Uh, For everybody we've shouted out, thank you for watching. If you made it this far, we really appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey. What? Before we stop. What? 
You know who else likes Common Sense Podcast? You know who else likes? Oh, yeah, what? I'm not going to do the voice. You were supposed to finish off the bit. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought you were actually saying like... No. Oh. I wanted you to finish off the podcast with the voice. <laughs> okay. You know who else likes Common Sense Podcast? My mom! <laughs>